kind of tired. Routine days always get me this way. Say, what are you doing here? Oh, hello, Commander. Well, Marina wanted to stop by Marineville for a little while, you know, see everybody, and I just thought I'd uh, visit you for a bit. Why? Well, firstly, because I hear you happen to have a spare bedroom, and secondly, I was hoping you might be able to press the button on the randomizer for us this week. Well, okay. What did I do? Oh, it's quite all right, Commander. The machine is just selecting this week's episode, and once we have the printout... Yeah, perhaps you'd like to tell us what episode we're watching today. Trapped in the depths. Ah, very interesting. Uh, doesn't that uh, doesn't that title mean anything to you? Yeah, yeah, it's a good title. Well, yes, but once again, it's an episode title that was used in more than one Anderson series. Very interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. But this particular trapped in the depths is not Stingray. It's Supercar. Yeah. Now let me get back to sleep, will you? Oh yes, of course. Sorry. Uh, room for one more. Listen, will you get out of my room? Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. I'm going. Supercar. So, welcome back to Supercar on the Randomizer with Trapped in the Depths. This is, uh, oddly enough, coming quite soon after Captain Scarlet Seek and Destroy, which is one of those episode titles that appears in uh, more than one Anderson series, because there is a Stingray episode with this name as well. We are looking at a uh, newspaper printing press. Jimmy, the Navy's got a new bath escape, and they are going to make the deepest underwater dives that's ever been known. Gee, Professor, what's a bath escape? Well, You'll find out soon enough. I'm driving you down to the naval yard. You're going to test it. The sea. Much deeper than a submarine. Deeper than supercar could go? Much deeper than that. <gasps> it says here that the bath escape is on a naval boat near New Zealand. Something better than supercar? One of the deepest seabeds in the world. Surely not. Jimmy, I tell you something. I'd rather be here on dry land. But, Professor, you're with me. Oh, yes. Um... I would like to be in the bottom of the ocean instead. Hours, twelve hundred hours. Dive will commence now. Mistral calling Lulu. Mistral calling Lulu. This was actually the uh, second episode of uh, Supercar that I ever saw. It was on the same VHS tape as the Sunken Temple, which we've discussed as, as on a previous uh, podcast. Was the very first one I ever saw. Here we are on the Mistral. Personnel connected with dive. This is the uh, the boat that's supervising the dive, which is uh, nine for check now. Rather charmingly conveyed by. By quite a bit of stock footage. Control. This is Commander Keith speaking. From but we have got a model being lowered into water in front of uh, stock footage of water. Sure, hold on, John. We should be hitting the water any minute. Okay, Phil. I'll watch it. Lulu to Mistro. I wish you'd tell those boys to drive us slower. John always cracks his head when we hit the water. Check, Commander. All set, John? All set. Ow! Commence dive. This is Commander Keys and John in the bath escape. Three, Greenwich Mean Time. Ah, oh, there they go. Twelve. Being lowered down behind the fish tank. Depth. Thirty feet. Forty. Fifty. Sixty. And so the counting continued long into the night. Now Three thousand five hundred fathom. Oh, we skipped over a bit there. Testing Asdic Morse transmitter. Mistral here, ready to receive Asdic cold groups. Go ahead, please, Lulu. Do you read us, Mistral? We read you. Message AZ, 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 received clearly. Well, that's something anyway. The telephone line may not stand the pressure at this depth, but it's well to have a second line of defense. Hello, Mistral, hello, Mistral. Mistral to Lulu, report on descent, please. Descent normal, controlled, 
Rate four feet per second. Batteries three-quarter charged. All's well. I repeat, that normal all's... Uh-oh. Oh, no. The line is cut and the bath escape is falling. Come in, Lulu. This is Mistral here, Lulu. Come in, please. Come on, A-Z, A-Z, A-Z. Or maybe you've got two other letters you'd like to uh, substitute for that now. Your signal strength has fallen to zero. Reply by Aztec, please. Oh, yes, that's why they had uh, had that. Now, this is another very technical episode of uh, of Supercar, as we'll, we'll discover as we go along. This is Mistral Control here. Aztec message received from Lulu reads, Float damaged. Sinking out of control. Danger. We have lost telephone contact. I repeat, we have lost telephone contact with a sphere. A sphere named Lulu. There we go, tapping out Morse code. Oh, it's all so... It's all so very 1960s. And there's another newspaper. There is still no contact with the Navy divers. Meanwhile, Jimmy and Popkiss are still driving home. New Zealand. Where have they been for such a long journey for, for two newspapers to have been published in that time? But I expect they are using an Aztec Morse transmitter. What's that, Professor? Well, Jimmy, the simplest way I can explain it is this. You Shut up! Radar, I'm sure. Oh, sure, Professor. I guess everyone's heard of that. Well, Aztec is the equivalent of radar, but underwater. Underwater. Now, Mike, about this ultrasonic gun, are you ready for a test? Okay by me, Dr. Beaker. But Jimmy isn't back yet. Supercar around so that we can fire into the blast wall. Oh, then making another addition to Supercar, which no doubt will not come into play at any point during uh, the remainder of this episode. That would be very unlikely. Who knows? We may need to use this sooner than we thought. Ah, aha, ah. We yeah, as, as if, as if that would happen. That's it, Doc. Okay, charging port. Yeah, Mike and uh, Beaker are alone at the lab. Or so they think. Anyway, with Popkiss and uh, Jimmy out of the way, it's a good chance to get things done. Okay, all aboard for the carousel. Here we go. Ah. Oh, he is rotating supercar as well. Oh, I get it. Yes, he's going to rotate supercar so that the blast shield that would normally take the heat from the engines is going to take the uh, the blast from the laser thingy that they've put on the front. A coconut? Good thing Mitch isn't around. Uh, just give me a chance to get clear, Mike, and then take aim. Beaker has balanced a... Uh, Coconut on a bottle. The sights on Clearview. I'm on target, Doc. Countdown starting now. Ten. Oh, goody! Another countdown. Nine. Eight. And it's a very slow one. <gasps> Seven. But here's the man himself. Six. And he likes coconuts. Be a shame to let this one go to waste. No matter what the guys are doing. Three. Two. Oh, he sat right next to it. Mike clearly didn't notice he was there. We couldn't have. <laughs> what a terrible accident. Oh, no, Mitch is okay. By Jove, that was close. It seems that the dog's ultrasonic gun is a success, and you may have a use for it right now. Have you heard the latest news about those divers in New Zealand? Something has gone wrong. They are trapped at the bottom of the sea. Trapped? Guess it's just our kind of job, Doc. What do you say, Professor? Well, whatever you and Beaker think, Mike. Their only hope is supercar. Oh, yeah. Get the lock on. 
despite the fact that Supercar has no roof. As we established, I think the last time we saw Supercar, they were going into space with this thing with no roof. Charging starboard. The important thing is, Jimmy isn't coming. It's just Mike and Beaker. And they also had prepared on uh, on top of the canopy the uh, the searchlight, as if they knew they were going to need that this week as well. They're open. And going back to what we were talking about at the beginning of this episode, um, episode titles that appear in multiple series, considering there's more than 500 uh, episodes of Anderson shows, that doesn't happen too often. You also see uh, Anderson episode titles being used as titles in other shows, obviously, of course, you would... Um, Doctor Who has got things like the Space Pirates and uh, Inferno. I don't know if, if um, anyone out there can uh, mention any other other favourite shows of theirs that have uh, got uh, notable Anderson titles. I, I would be very surprised if, uh, I don't know, titles like It Could Be Practically Anywhere on the Island turn up in any other show. But uh, if you've got any notable ones, do please let us know. In the middle of the Pacific Ocean, here is where the Bathyscaphe is exploring. It's marked as awful deep. It certainly is, Jimmy. Over 4,000 fathoms. That's more than five miles down. Gee, I wonder what's happened to him. So here we are at the bottom of the sea. Which is, um... I don't think there's a fish tank in front of this shot. It is just enough light to illuminate the, the model and uh, a couple of rocks. But it's it's very convincing. Again, I think it's because it's black and white. The 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 darkness, the shadow hides a lot of, uh, or suggests a lot of the uh, the depth. Except rocks. You reckon we're jammed? Could be. Especially the fact that there's nothing they can see out of the window. It's absolute blackout there as well. Pull us out from this depth. Anything yet, Lieutenant? No, sir. They still keep transmitting. We keep getting short bursts on the Aztec, but nothing long enough to read a message from. Well, keep trying. This radio operator on the Mistral is uh, looking slightly more human than the crew of the Bath Escape. I think the, the side of the ship's hull that we see is also uh, part of one of the ships from Pirate Plunder. We can't stay down here forever. Suppose she suddenly frees herself. If we've lost all our ballast, we'll go up like an express train. Can't help it. We'll just have to hold our stomachs. Right, sir. Jettisoning shot, then. Is she moving? Afraid not. Ballast silo's empty now. Right. Then we can do without the main batteries, too. They weigh about a ton. But what about the searchlight? We'll keep on the reserve lighting battery. We gotta get off the bottom, John. Fair enough. Dropping mine batteries. Yeah, more more technical talk that you wouldn't get in most children's shows. Certainly not now, but uh, even of the time. This is very much the, the Woodhouse Brothers thinking. Can't tell whether it's just that we're jammed between rocks or whether the floats badly hold as well. Yeah, characters in trouble are never short of things to talk about in a in a Woodhouse Brothers script. Supercar to base, approaching dive zone now. We'll be breaking radio contact shortly. Console to supercar, we hear you. Don't take any unnecessary risks, Mike. Remember, we've never tried a really deep dive before. The pressure down there must be terrific, Professor. And we've already had that conversation, Jimmy. It'll be more than 10,000 pounds per square inch. Right, Doc, here we go. Oh, Jimmy opened his mouth as if he had something more to say, but... Uh, I guess that dialogue was uh, was cut. I mean, possibly even for him, it was uh, rather redundant. And here we go, supercar diving towards the uh, the sea. There she goes. And um, yeah, the model the model descending there was um, was perfectly acceptable for the time, but uh, obviously it doesn't hold up that well compared against the the other shows that would come after it. 
some of it works really well like the supercar diving against the the backdrop of the clouds but other shots like it uh, diving towards the sea you got you saw a, a shot of supercar from behind and the water looming up towards it didn't quite work it's got an astig message sir i can't understand it you have the code book haven't you lieutenant it's not in code sir straight morse okay read it yes sir it says soup supercar or something diving to rescue out i still don't understand it supercar what's that how are we doing yeah this is before they were the world famous supercar team but uh for second that evidently happened at some point between the first and second series you still see the telephone cable because this is quite late on in the the first season this is episode 20 ish just before we took off back in the lab you said something about our needing that. Well, I meant that it was likely that the cable was not broken, but cut through, or if you like, bitten through. Oh. Hey. What? We've reached the end of the cable. So if something's bitten the cable... Hey, what? Does that mean... <gasps> yes! It's a supercar underwater fish. Ah, as many fish are indeed underwater. Yeah, one of those scary, uh, very scary supercar fish. I've got a metallic echo at 3,000 fathoms. Great. They must be coming up. It's not the commander and Fraser, sir. It's moving about too fast for that. Fraser? Ah. Not up. And it's zigzagging, too. The first Jerry Anderson Fraser? There were always quite a lot of characters named Fraser. Oh, my goodness, this puppet. Weigh a couple of tons or more. This fish puppet. Oh. Large ultrasonic cannon. No, don't shoot it. I want to have a look at it. You ready, Doc? Quite ready. He looks like he's... Oh, that's so quaint. Fire! Oh, they blowed him up. Wow, I hope there aren't many of his friends around. Oh, I do. He was sweet. He, he looked like a little Muppet. Oh. Getting a bit close in here, John. How's the air? Just finishing the test now. Oh, yeah, more science stuff. Not too good, I'm afraid, Phil. Oxygen's all right for the moment, but there's something else in the air. Can you smell anything? Yes, I can. I thought that was you. We're overloading them. Yeah, they're doing a, an oxygen test with a flask. Stand by. Again, only in first season Supergirl would you see stuff like that. Don't waste any, Skipper. We need it all. Now, there's a shop with a fish tank on it. Lots of bubbles. How much have we got left? Two hours. Two hours? We'll need the emergency supply. That was the emergency supply you were using just now, Phil. Well, why didn't you say something? Oh, boy, we're in trouble then, I'm afraid, John. Signal the surface, anyway. Sure. It's time to decide which of us we eat first. Only faint signals now, sir. I think their power's running out. They may have jettisoned the main batteries. Yeah, this flotilla of ships on the surface is, is stock footage. I'd like to know where that's from, if anybody recognises it. <laughs> Because occasionally you get real real world stock footage in this show, and it actually works rather well. Again, I don't know if it's the um, the black and black and white nature of the thing. You just accept these things more easily than you might do in a color show. You really want me to keep on fill my hands about dropping off, and it's getting hotter in here. Oh dear. Well, nobody can do anything about. And I've got this uh, Morse telegraph message to send as well. Always play checkers. I'll level up. Ah, that's it. Yeah, play checkers. Any sense of it, dog? It stopped. All I have is O2, O2, O2. Teddy, we haven't got... Ah. Well, we can find out what it means. That's your mobile phone provider coming after you to pay your bill. Interpreted correctly, they are signalling they are short of oxygen. Oh, all that, yeah. Leveling off, let's take a look around. Again, more non-Barry Gray library music, and I'd like to know where... Call now, sir. 
well, I, I have a fair idea where it comes from, but I would like to to have access to to that music as well. There's some very nice, very nice tracks in there. I make it about 100 feet. Then they must be somewhere near. I'll try Clearview. Hey. Hey. They found her. Half throttle, turning port. They found the Lulu. And now they're wobbling their way down there. Not good. We'd only just have enough to breach the surface, even if we broke free now. Well, there's nothing else we can jettison, except the lighting battery. Thanks, but now I've, I've an objection to dying in the dark. They're still alive anyway. And they're going to be about the most surprised deep sea divers in the universe in a minute. Cutting engines for glider pro Are they going to be glad to see us? I like as well with the hand insert shots in this show that the that the human hand seems to have a glove over it. Yeah, it won't hurt to take a look. In which case you had better maneuver right into contact with the sphere. We shall then be... Uh, it, it's, it's an odd effect. I think they carry it through to Fireball as well. And there too. It kind of works, but it also... It, 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 I, I don't know if they were intending to to make it look puppety. I'll make a signal to base. Or if it was just something they, they tried to... Um, I suppose we're never going to find the... To, to make the, the lighting look a bit convincing. But, uh, yeah, it's an odd thing that... Uh, What's up? That gloved human hand. Well, I, I thought I saw something. That's why coming this way. It looked big enough for a shark. Not at this depth, old son. At least I doubt it. So now Supercar's found the thing. Again, we're looking at a model shop with no fish tank in front of it. What's that? Can't be the batteries falling off the float. We've still got light. Commander, are you still alive in there? Ah. Hey, now, now wait a minute. I'm beginning to have delusions too. They're doing the thing of just pressing Supercar's hull up against the bathyscape. John, there's, there's something resting up against it. Sure, Phil, sure. It's a nuclear submarine. The U.S. Navy's everywhere these days, even at 25,000 feet down. Now quit clowning, John. I tell you, there's something there. I do like these guys, uh, Commander Keys and, and John. Hear us. Are you sure we're Nice performances from Graydon Gould and, uh, and George Marcel. Chief! Fraser! Oh, come off it, sport. Don't let's kid ourselves. John. John, we're both hearing it, John. And the fact that they're both Australian as well is a nice, unusual touch. I was talking to us, lack of oxygen. They say when you're short of air, you imagine things. I can hear them talking. Right now, I'm imagining you're the most beautiful man in the world. Will you, for Pete's sake, stop yammering and answer? Well, <laughs> a hallucination. And I've got my wings and harp already. Hey. Keep here! Ahoy there, Commander. Don't ask questions, just answer them. Why? We are alive and well. And sweaty? Yeah, there's some. Um, on oxygen. There's lots of uh, sweat applied to these puppets now. And we think the spears jammed between rocks. Jammed? That's bad, but if the float's torn badly, we're really in trouble. We must inspect it at once. There's no time to lose. Right. Right. Out you get. Hi there. Oh, no. Contact to examine float. Well, you can stone me up. I don't get it. What is that out there? We'd better save that question for later. And it looks as if there may be a later now. Ah, the dialogue in this, again, your Woodhouse Brothers, is... You kind of know how this situation plays out, because we've been here so often in, in later Anderson shows. Two guys stuck generally at the bottom of the ocean. Obviously, the, the, the main one is Atlantic Inferno, but there is 
countless others like this. And the dialogue is always, oh, we're never going to get out of here. No, we will. Those guys know what they're doing. Oh, no, 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 no. The, the, the writing in this, right. Back to with regards to the guest characters, is something a bit different. Oh, and here we have Barry Gray's gorgeous music carrying us through a... A, a less than amazing model shot, but again, for the time, Examine the float. really good stuff. He's got out there, but it seems to be able to do more than Lulu ever could. I hate Lulu. Back again. We found a small tear in your float, but only one. You've lost gasoline from one container only, that means. Can you surface on the rest? Well, what do you think, John? One tank hold out of 12. Can we do it? If we weren't jammed and if we dropped the last emergency lighting battery, it, yes, probably. Can you free us? We can try. Do you think we can? Oh, no, they're toast, but let's give it a whirl. To push the sphere loose with the engines. Okay. Might be rather fun. Commander, have you got enough oxygen to last out the ascent? Only just. If I kill John now, I'll be all right until we make it to the surface. We will. Breaking contact. Hey, Doc. Yes? One question. You're the expert. Will the hull stand it? I mean, pushing against a solid object at full throttle. Well, I, I, I should have to consider uh, uh, calculating. Well, just guess, Dr. Beaker. There isn't time for calculation. Um, uh, yes. That's good enough for me. Corner throttle. Oh, I love that. Firstly, I love that Mike is so instantly prepared to go with Beaker's guess, but also while Mike is, is pressuring him, the eyes are just wiggling back and forth in their sockets. John, signal the surface. I like Beaker. No point. There's no code message to cover this situation. I guess not. And both our guys have pretty much given up at this point. I'm just gonna loll around and be sweaty. That's got it. Now let's really try. Oh, and again, I like that. I like that. Uh, it's a bit difficult to do, to explain, but uh, that was a shot of supercar firing its engines. There was a fish tank in front of the screen, and in there was a piece of coral or seaweed as supercar's engines fired. There's a concealed pump in that little bit of vegetation that makes it look like it's coming out of supercar. Shifting! Which, of course, is not in the water, so... My dear fellow, the strain on the hull... Caution. Again, it's, it's baby steps watching these these effects processes being used for the first time and then making these leaps and strides through Stingray and, and Thunderbirds. You may damage the seals round the cockpit. She's nearly free. I can feel it. Jettison battery, John. We're coming free. Yeah. Okay. She's gone, Skipper. And we're coming loose. That's it. Hallelujah. He's, he's very strangely lit there and... Uh, Oh. oh, it's beautiful. There they go, rising to the surface. Is that it? That's it. Right, that was Supercar Trapped in the Depths. And uh, yeah, I've always had a lot of time for that one. As I said, it was uh, the second episode I ever saw, so I kind of know bits of that one off by heart. Um, very nice to have more underwater stuff. Firstly, it's always fun to watch this show advancing the the effects side of the underwater settings um but also the first or, or at least one of the first two guys trapped needing needing saving stories the skies through the heavens you know are, are 
our, our two trapped guys are, are nothing stand out in terms of character, but their dialogue is quite uh, quite exceptional. So um, yeah, a, a first first two guys needing to be rescued story, and um, for what Supercar was capable of doing, quite a good one. 